genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we're here with a deep dive episode. Um, just, uh, we're doing our first video game. I'm so excited. On the podcast, yeah. I'm glad you recommended uh, this. Yeah, we're talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2, the campaign only. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm sure actually a lot of people have played this game, uh, cause it only came out in 2017, Yeah, but, uh, it's mainly a multiplayer focused game, but it's got a fun little story in there. It does. They, they, they included the campaign at fan request. Everybody really wanted a campaign, uh, after the first battlefront. Well, I guess the third battlefront, it's <laughs> confusing for those who don't really play video games. There was battlefront one. Uh, that came out in the early 2000s, and then its sequel, Battlefront which 2. is Battlefront 2, and that was in, like, 2005. So that was right around when uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith came out. And then it came out with the 2015 Battlefront, I believe it was 2015. That sounds right. Um, and then uh, its sequel, which is the one we're talking about, which has the campaign. Uh, but we're not here to talk about any of the drama that came out with its uh, release <laughs> or the multiplayer or... Anything like that, we're here to talk about the Iden Versio and Inferno Squadron. I love Iden Versio so much. What a good character. Uh, I was very excited to play this. I had heard a lot of people were big fans of the campaign of this. Uh, I know that there is a... I should have looked this up. There is a book about Inferno Squadron that came out like there not is. long after, but I don't know who it's written by off the top of my head. Um, But... You have failed me as the I book apologize. Guy. I like I like literally was looking at it today in the store and was like, I should just like take this home. With, I should buy this and just take this home with me because I want I want more Inferno Squadron, please. So from from what I've heard, Inferno Squadron, the book takes place before. That makes sense. Um, Battlefront. So it's a prequel. Yeah. Um, so you get you get all that good, juicy, like, oh, it's Christy Golden. All that good, juicy, like Iden Hask, like. Oh, they were friends once, which yeah. I think is. I mean, yeah, and you get that a little bit in the campaign. You do. So let's, you do. Let's dig into this here. So uh, the campaign takes place. Uh, it starts out um, just before Return of the Jedi, um, and the main campaign ends uh, during the Battle of Jakku, just at the end of. Uh, Kind of at the end where the Aftermath books would have kind of end, I believe. Yeah, I think it's around the same Uh, time. I never finished the third Aftermath book, so I don't know, like, exactly how that wraps. Yeah, there's, uh, if you have read those books, I have not, I read the first one. Um, But if you have read those books, there's some fun little, uh, they mentioned some stuff uh, from those books in, in just like aside dialogues. Um... But yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, there's a little there's a little tidbits, and obviously the end of uh, during the Battle of Jakku, uh, they don't really dig into like the tactics or what's going on in that battle. They're just like, yep, we got to go here. This is where the battle yeah. is. Um, but we'll touch on all that. 
Um, and then there's uh, the sequel-ish thing, the, the I guess the DLC yeah, that came out uh, called Resurrection, and that takes place uh, 35 years yep. later, or 30 years later, um, which, uh, and it takes place, like, during... During Force Awakens. Uh, during Force Awakens. Uh, so it kind of all happens during that. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, the characters. Uh, like you said, we have Aiden Versio. Yeah. Uh, she is a uh, kind of a special special, special forces. forces. So Inferno Squad is Imperial Special Forces. Um, so they're pretty cool. She's she's uh, very much very good at what she's she does. She's so good at what she does. We uh, open on her held captive. On a rebel cruiser. Right. And there she's like being interrogated. They're trying to like get. uh, I guess like access to her droid is what they're looking for. Right. Like. Right. Codes. They just need they want. They have like, well, we have a spy here and she's we know who she is. She's a top level spy. And, you know, so we're we just want information. Can I like right off the bat say that like. For. Many times in this. Even though I knew that her droid is 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 also called D, is called Dio, sometimes yeah. when characters talked to her droid and said Dio, my brain still thought the other Dio, the Dio from yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Well, so yeah, so the droid is actually an ID Ten secret yeah, droid. It's cool. So if you look at the way ID Ten looks like, it looks like ID. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's call, why it's they that's why Dio. they call it Dio. Uh, I like her droid a lot. Um, which actually, she really just calls it droid she just lot, calls it droid which lot. i was always she's, she's like joy yeah. do this which is i always thought was hilarious it's just like just it doesn't even have a name you're just calling, you're just it, calling droid. it droid um yeah which is interesting it shows how like the empire looks at their droid companions in a different way than like the rebellion does i don't think that's fair. i don't think that's entirely I true because the even the rebellion does doesn't not, really see them the as rebellion's kind of crappy to droids yeah, yeah. We, there's literally that moment in attack of the clones where uh Obi-Wan Kenobi himself in Dex's diner says if droids could think, then we'd all be out of a job or something like that. And even, uh, what's it called? Uh, Han isn't very nice to droids at all. No. He's out of my way, I think, yeah, you're right. We get, like, like, specific people that are nice to droids. Yeah, I think the the Skywalker boys are pretty nice to droids. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Uh, It's it's the Skywalker boy. And Rey. Rey's nice to droids. Yeah, it's really um, nice. The Skywalker girl. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. literally. Um, I am a fan. Before we even get like deeper into like what's happening with with Versio and and Dio, but I'm a fan of. Um, wow, what was I about to say, Tim? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, give me a second. We'll edit out the awkward pauses. I will. I promise you I will. No one will even Actually, know. I want you to copy and paste and edit in more awkward pauses. More awkward. I'll just make them longer. The, but yeah. then what I'll do is I'll cut it out and put all of this at the end, and people don't have to hear the awkward pauses until after the outro music. Great. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Uh, this isn't fun. I don't even remember what I was about saying, you, Tim. Enter, enter all the awkward pauses right after I say welcome to the New Republic. Uh, so it's just like, welcome to what? God. Uh... uh unrelated but our intro music came out so good because we sound so professional when we introduce the show tim um you want to give a shout out to 
Scott Tofty, uh, yes. Writer of the intro. Yeah, Thank Scott you, Tofty. Scott Tofty, for doing our intro and outro yeah. music. He's done stuff for all of the Dueling Genre shows at the moment, I think. And they're all bangers. Yeah, they're all really um, good. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. That was great. I like her droid. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say, great. I was going to say we'll the thing about, that I like. We'll talk about how the droid, we'll talk about how the droid The thing that I appreciate bit, about video game Star Wars stuff is that the droids are portable. Because I also really, really love the droid in Fallen Order. Yeah. And I like the like idea of just like compact, like droids that are for like slicing things open and yeah, that sort of thing. It's, I mean, that's basically R2, but R2's so big. R2 is really she can big. She just carry Dio on and... her back. It's cute. Yeah. And the fallen order droid is awesome. Just too. hands out on I Cal's shoulder. Yeah. That thing's awesome. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so she's, so the, We'll cut this. We'll cut. We'll kind of give the gist of what happens. Not down yeah. We to don't everything. do everything. Like mainly every every one of the missions breaks down to. I always I always laugh. I was I tell my roommate actually that I was like as we we're playing. I'm like it's funny that they give you mission objectives because every gameplay is like go here shoot the guys. Yeah, like, that's pretty, yeah. pretty much the only uh, thing that you do in the mission. Go but, here, shoot the guys. Um, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and then go to next place. Uh, the thing that the I really liked about about this particular opening open mission is that you get to play as the droid for a little bit before you get to control Ivan. A Eigen. little bit, yeah. You go around and, and hack things open. And, and when the two of them are united and she picks up her gear and heads out of the prison cell and just wrecks shit. Like, she's special forces, right? And so you're just, like, tearing through these rebels and there are, like, bits of dialogue where... Some of the rebels you're fighting against are like, oh, it's just one person and you're just cutting yeah. them down. And it's incredible. It's I mean, she's good she's at what she does. She's very good at what she does. Um, oh, let's give a shout out. So Iden Versio is played by Janina uh, Gavankar. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that la- la- last name, but I did my best. Um, she was in True Blood as oh. well, if anyone has uh, been in that. Um, and she was also in a movie, I believe uh, it was a basketball movie with Ben Affleck called The Way Back. Oh, I know that movie. Um, yeah, I think she was the lead in that. But um, those were her notable credits. But she was so I remember when she was in this, she was so stoked to be in a Star wow, Wars. Wow. Like, I didn't she, realize how much Aiden just looks like her. Yeah, no, they made her look That's exactly incredible. the same. Her and Dell, who we'll get to, uh, look pretty much the same. Gideon looks like nothing like him, I don't think. Uh <laughs> But anyway, or sorry, Hask, Gideon Hask. Um, so, yeah, so she's on there um, captured, but we soon find out that she got herself captured on, on purpose because she's actually on the uh, Mon Calamari cruiser to delete a stolen transmission mm-hmm. uh, because there was a transmission that was literally someone saying like, Oh, we know about the rebels' yep. plans to attack the second Death Star, and we know where the fleet is, and it's fine. We're leading them into a trap. Um, and so you kind of walk by, like uh, Admiral Akbar giving a briefing to the men and everything. But you go in there and you find it and, and delete that it's transmission. Good. But now you're on a whole nother, you're in a whole nother uh, problem because you've got uh, to get off this Mon Calamari yeah. uh, station. Uh, and it's pretty cool. It's good stuff. You, 
Do you remember how she gets off? She launches herself out of an airlock. It's yep. so cool. So she calls her ship, which is the uh-huh. Corvus, an Imperial Raider uh, class ship, um, which is cool if you've played uh, Star Wars Squadrons. They're in that. Um, but yeah, uh, she calls the Corvus. The Corvus comes out of light speed after she's jumped out of what? the airlock in the correct spot for her to shoot herself all the way across into like the it's bay of so the Corvus. It's so beautiful. Do you think and she, she knew? You know, lands she there. must have known. Like this is the airlock I'm going out of. Like you need yep. to arrive at no, yeah, it was these all location out. at this exact coordinates. It's yeah, so no, cool. It was awesome. So yeah, and then we meet the other two uh, leading members of Inferno Squad, uh, Del Miko and Gideon Hass. Yeah. And they're very, uh, Del Mico is, uh, I mean, they're both very much cut and dry Imperials, but uh, I think uh, Hask is much more the, like, by the book Imperial. Yeah. Uh, whereas Del's like, I'm following a leader uh, Imperial, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm following my commander, and Hask is very much like, I'm doing this for the it Empire. It gave me like, real, I know that I'm experiencing this backwards chronologically. Gave me real Bad Batch vibes. Right. uh, With the stuff that's happening with. um, With. Yeah, I kind of see that. Squadron 99 and and, and the fallout of Mm -hmm. Crosshair. Spoilers, light spoilers. Hask would very much. Yeah. Hask would very much be a good soldiers follow orders. Absolutely. Kind of guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, fun fact, now that we're on the Corvus, yeah. uh, Corvus is the Latin word for raven. Ah, that makes uh, sense. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Corvids are um, like all the blackbirds. And- yep. Yep. So it's a, a good name for a ship, an imperial ship there. Um, so yeah, so we cut to after the uh, prologue there, uh, the Battle of Endor. Yeah. So we're on the ground with, uh, with uh, Inferno Squad. Doing imperial mm-hmm. things, uh, and you know you've got your you know you got to go take this station. You got to go take this station. Yeah, they 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 go clean up after the destruction of the shield on Endor. Right. So yeah, Han so Solo and their group have now left. They've like destroyed it. The shield has fallen, and they've left. And then Inferno Squadron comes in and like sweeps up all the the rebels that are left there. Right. And about halfway through this mission, the second Death Star explodes above them. It's and it's a very cool moment that this I think the thing I love about this campaign is it's just filled with a lot of really cool moments. Yeah, absolutely. And they get them really well because the whole thing is motion captured. Uh So it's all acted and so they're all actors doing, you know, their best and, and an awesome job, I yeah. think, uh, together of conveying the emotion that's happening to these characters while, you know, so you can see them go through this where the uh, the Death Star explodes and they all three like just come. They stop what they're doing and just look mm-hmm. up and are just like, uh, now what? What what do we do? But Aiden is quick to no, We'll mourn later. We have a mission. Yeah. Let's go do this. So they finish their mission on Endor um, and then rendezvous back with uh, their commander. I guess. No, I guess their admiral, yep. uh, who is their direct report. Um, their admiral's name is 
Garrick Versio. Hey! Because he is Aiden's father. Uh, his ship is the Star Destroyer, the Eviscerator. Yeah, I love Star Destroyer names are always Star so Destroyer cool. names are so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so they 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 jump to the Eviscerator um, on some ties, I believe. Oh, and they have to fight their yeah. way up. That's right. There's a lot of There's space combat There's a lot combat of space combat. Tim, I'm yeah. so bad uh, at space combat. <laughs> I think I got better at it in this game by the end, but like I had a really hard time with the space missions in that, like, I would just like run into stuff that I don't mean to. Yeah. So my my biggest issue, especially so I'm much better at them now after playing Squadron yeah. so much. But my issue with it in this game is you die if you just touch yes, something. That is true. Which is not the case in squadrons. You can bump off of stuff and, you know, you lose That's a little good. health, but it's fine. Yeah, I was you know. so antsy uh, uh, anytime yeah. I was in the cockpit in this game. <laughs> but there's I would say it's like it feels like it's about 40 percent. Yeah, I would combat. say like, I, w- I would say that sounds about right to me. Like it's almost half it's, of the game is space stuff. Is well, not necessarily space, like, but vehicle, yeah. ve- like vehicle, com- you know, combat. Highs and X-rays. Um, and... Yeah, and some there's walkers. Some walkers. The walkers, walkers are fun. Yeah, yeah. Every now, it's like some, like there's some parts where you're just like, this is frustrating, and then there's other parts where you're like, oh, you just want power fantasy. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. And they they give you the scenes where you're just like, okay, like literally nothing can kill me, and I can just destroy everything. It's great. Um, Please. Which is cool. That's how you should so feel yeah, when you're in a walker. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, although we do see yes, walkers die of a lot in the, anyway. Um, so yeah, so we get to, um, up there and we meet, uh, Admiral Versio. Uh-huh. Um, and he dismisses all of, uh, all of, uh, Inferno Squadron except for Aiden. Um, and he shares with Aiden, uh, I believe, what do they call it? Um, they call it, they, okay, so it's a droid with the Emperor's face yes. on it. And the Emperor gives, uh, the mission to begin Operation Cinder. Uh-huh. Uh, in Wikipedia, you can look up this plan as the Contingency. The contingency. And, uh, they, Iden and gang, Iden and the gang slowly learn kind of what's going on. Uh, but it is... An extremely convoluted plan really, that doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me. We talked about this a little bit in a, a past episode, yeah. but Operation Cinder very much is like the Emperor being, well, the Empire failed me, so it's time to burn it to the ground. Yeah, and build up the, you yeah. know, whatever we can from that. Uh, so they're, yeah, so... He's like, I don't know what Operation Cinder. They're like, okay, uh, so start doing these missions because this is what the Emperor's Dying Command yeah. is, basically. So you do a couple missions. There's a couple ones uh, we won't talk too much about. There's a, like, you have to rescue a ship on Fondor. Yeah, you have to like get some uh, satellites. Some satellites, yeah. So that's a whole mission that's uh, not a lot of cool story stuff happens there. There is so, a um, second like little mission right after that where Dell gets sent. Uh, to destroy an observatory, like an, one of the emperors. No, that's 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 after the Fondor okay. ship. Okay, yeah, it's like it's like so that one. So that one is that's got some ju- juicy story it stuff. Does. In there. 
so yeah, so Dell gets sent immediately after the Fondor mission to go uh destroy one of the emperors they call it an observatory yeah but really it seems like it's kind of his storage it, yeah locker. that's exactly what it feels like it's, this is just this is his garage like, go go destroy his you know public storage unit uh <laughs> that he had a bunch <laughs> of stuff in it it's on a planet um, called pilio which i think is fun yeah did you look up pilio no i didn't should i should i know about pilio um uh, it's not that interesting. It's an uninhabited planet. It's an aquatic planet. Um, it, it's, uh, actually in the core world. Oh! Like, I feel like every time there's nothing, there's a planet that nothing's on, it's, it's like, it's in the outer rim. But no, it's in the core worlds. Uh, and really the only thing of note is there's a colossal coral reef stretched across the entire planet. Wow! Um, and I, it seems to me looking back that that might be the landmass that you're That's on. interesting. It may be more coral reef rather than, than like, la- yeah. like land land. That's cool. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, so you go to Pilio, um, but instead of playing as Dell, when you go to Pilio, you get to play as Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Who is also on Pilio because he is searching for something. That he, even he doesn't seem to know exactly yeah, what he's searching for. Yeah, the force has, like, led him here, but he's not really certain yeah. what it is. So he, he gets there and sees that the Empire's there, too. And he's like, okay, I guess I'm in the yeah. right spot. You know? the, this delighted me. I didn't really know what to expect from these missions when I started playing the game. And so, like, oh, I'm Luke right now was really, yeah. really exciting. And this is one of those missions that I was like, yeah, this is kind of power fantasy because... Uh-huh. You straight up are, you know, if if everyone's seen the the Luke Skywalker episode in Mandalorian, yeah, you're peak Luke. You're you're peak Luke right now, and so you've got you've got you know stormtroopers coming up, but you're just cutting them down. You're playing with your force powers and tossing them all over yeah. the place, and um, it's not much of a contest. No. Uh, so you get in there and you hear someone screaming for help as you you know going through following the force. And you you cut open a cave, and Del Mico is stuck in some some like yeah. rocks, basically. Like they look like sap or rocks or something. Yeah, they're like um, uh, they almost look like crystal like crystalline in a weird way. But I think that they're like made by the bugs. <laughs> yeah, no, they he mentions. I think Del mentions they're mentioned. They're made by the bugs. That's interesting. Um, he's like, they, they harden really fast and Luke's like, but they, they also break really fast. So, so he's like, Hey, you know, Luke's hears him and he's like, Hey, you, you know, you need, you need some help. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I don't know who you are, whatever. And then Luke walks in and pulls out his lightsaber lightsaber and Dell's, you can see Dell's eyes like, Oh crap. I know exactly who you are. Yeah. But Luke cuts him free. He's like, and there's a really cute interaction between the two of them where Dell asks Luke, like, why? Why did you like free me? Like you cut through all these stormtroopers to get here. Why yeah. would you let me live? And Luke is like, because you asked. He says, because you and asked. It's just like, and he says, well, uh, yeah, he also says something like, well, they didn't give me a yeah, choice and you yeah. did. Uh, which is cool. That's kind of like the theme of this mission. Is so Dell, you know, they rescue Dell. They have to get to they they realize they're both their mission is to get to the observatory. Yeah. And 
you know, Dell's even saying stuff like, I heard story of the Jedi on Coruscant and they f- terrified me. You know, I was terrified yeah. of the Jedi. You gotta think, uh, like... Because he would have grown Del up... Dell would have been a kid on Coruscant during the rise of the Empire. Like, as... Right. As all evidence of the Jedi was, like, removed and they were, like, being and hunted down... And the height of anti-Jedi and, propaganda, yeah, probably. Uh-huh. You know, you'd have all of that. So, yeah, so he was, like... You know, the terrified, you know, I don't know what you are, really. I'm trying to figure yeah. figure who you are. Um, so they get to the observatory and Dell does all the electronic stuff where he's, you know, he hacks into the the key, you know, to open the thing while you fight some bugs. There. Lots of bugs. So many bugs. Um, lots of bugs. Yeah. There were a um, bunch so of missions you, in this game that are like, oh, your your partner's doing something. Just defend them against waves. Yeah. Of like I said, there's only so. The gameplay wise, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's to like, get you prepared to play multiplayer, right? Is to like to here explain. I'll just say there's certain controls that aren't the same in this than that are in multiplayer. That's interesting. Like you can't you can't duck and roll in in the single player version. Oh, um, but in the multiplayer, you can't uh, like crouch. That's weird. Well, maybe you can what crouch, but it's a different choice. way. Like it's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. Thing. I think you can crouch, but it's a different way to do it. I don't know. So there were many times where I actually died because I was back in my head trying, trying to dive to out of the way. The way you would do them in and I was like, oh, it just makes me crouch huh. now. Like, yeah, stuff like that. But anyway, back on Pilio, um, Dell's like, well, I did everything I need to do to open this door, but it's not opening. Like, that's weird. And like, I don't know what it needs. And Luke just goes, a key. And he holds up his hand and he uses the force and the door opens. And Del goes, why would the emperor have an observatory that could be only be used by the force? Uh-huh. And Luke's just like, why do you think? It's just, it's I just really love, cool. So the like, whole the thing is very much like Del. of seeds of like suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. It's. It's a great scene. So the, you know, they go in there and and Luke actually grabs a compass that we can you can see again in uh, the Last yeah. Jedi. Yep. It's in. Uh, it's actually in Luke's. Where does that uh, compass like lead? What is that story, Tim? Does that exist somewhere? Already? I think it. I think it. I think it's implied that it takes him to Octo. Okay. Um. I think that's it helps take it. I, I think do like that. He needs the map. He needs the map and, and the, compass the compass together. Oh, yeah, because you need yeah. you need you need both items in order to, like, see everything on the map, like in Zelda. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Map and the compass. Yeah, he needed this. Yeah. So he found the compass and then in another chest, in the dungeon, <laughs> okay. he finds he finds the map. Um, yeah. So he's like, well, you know, Dell's like, well, I got to blow this up. And Luke's like, well, I'm taking this. And he's like, why would I let you take that? And he's like, because I asked. <laughs> and it's perfect. It's like, because I asked. And Del's like, OK. All right. Um, and they and they just kind of leave him. Luke leads him. He's like, look, blow this up if you want. But I just just remember there's always a choice. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm Del's kind of like, I know what the emperor can empire can do. Like, I'm not dumb. Yeah. And he's just like, but what? You want me to join the rebe- rebellion? And Luke says, No. There's a choice to be better. Yeah. And I just really love that, that it's not, 
I think you can take that to politics. You can take that to anything where everyone's like, there's this false dichotomy where you have to join yes, a two sides. Uh-huh. It's like, no, just- you have to, well, if you're not this, you're that. And it's just like, no, no, oh. no. You know, just do better at what you are. And I think if you focus that, then, you know, you, that's where you'll you'll go. And I just thought that it's was really such a pure. cool moment, you know, and it's such a good Luke moment, you know. It's a very good Luke uh, moment. I was worried. I mean, I guess we get into it after we talk about, like, what what the next mission for Aiden and Dell are. Um, yeah. I was really worried that Dell was going to be the one at the only one at odds with, like, everyone else in Inferno. Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, so that's that mission. Uh, really cool, like a side mission. Um, this campaign takes you through all the big three yeah. and Lando. Uh, so you play as all the big three, but I think this was the only one that really like had an effect on. You know what I mean? It had it had like an actual effect on the main players of the story, because like your main players are you know Hask. Del Mico and uh, I. Aiden. I think that this is the only one that has like. Mm, I want to disagree because I think that all of the missions for each of the other characters that we get to play also are influencing like where Inferno Squad is going. But I feel like this one has the most like emotional resonance. Yeah, I think this one. So okay, we'll just I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. To, we we'll, can we'll, we'll get reevaluate. To um, so the next mission, um, you Inferno Squad meets Admiral Versio on Vardos, which is the home planet of Aiden, um, uh, obviously her dad and, um, Gideon Hask. Yeah. Uh, it is described as an imperial utopia. Uh, it's, v- it's unquestioningly loyal to the Empire. Yeah. It's it's uh, if you've got Alderaan on one end, you've got Vardos on the other. Uh, they're they're very much uh, they even have aliens that are like still they love the yeah. Empire. They're they're all good there. Um, they, it's home to the future Imperial leaders military preparatory school, yes. which is where Iden went. And I'm, I'm pretty sure where Hask went. I just love the idea of like. Imperial Hyatt. Imperial and I want High. That to wow, I would watch. I would watch so much Imperial High, Tim. It's <laughs> it, it, yeah. Protectorate it's, Gleb yeah, like leading the uh, the academy. Yeah, she's the she's the Mister um, Feeney of the <laughs> yes yes of the yeah. That's uh, perfect. Very fun. Um. So yeah, she so. Um, they get there and the satellites they rescued earlier in that, um, brief, uh, Fondor mission, uh, are now there and they're pointed at Vardos and they find out that the emperor instructed them to just blow up Vardos basically using these satellites. Um, I don't really understand exactly what the satellites are doing. They make big laser, big laser blow up. Well, but like it doesn't, the planet doesn't blow up. That's not what's happening here. It it reminds me, and they even kind of look like it. um, The 2009 Star Trek, where they point the drill. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Resurrection takes you back to Vardos. So it doesn't blow up. It just, 
no, destroys it all Vardos. It's like, yeah, it just like burns every like it burns it yeah. all down. Basically, it's wild. You so. land on Vardos and you it there's like it's like a storm outside. There's like clouds in the sky, but you look up and you can just see the like glow of each of the different lasers above. Yeah. And it's scary. And all the stormtroopers are acting like nothing is happening. Yeah. And there it's cool because the game makes you walk so you can't run yeah. through. And as you're walking, you hear all the civilians like, I just need to get my kids out. Uh-huh. I just need, you know, like they're all begging. Um, so they really make you like experience they, they the panic put you that the planet's going through. In Iden's perspective in a really solid way right. to like so that when. Spoilers, when her turn comes in a little bit. Like, you feel it with her yeah. because, like, this is horrible. This thing so, that they are doing is terrible. Yeah. And before she went down, she kind of let her dad know. That. Yeah. She's like, this is our home. They're loyal. You can't. He's do like, this. the, emperor, he's like, the empire is our home. It's like, yeah, this is my emperor. So she's down there to rescue her old teacher, uh, pr- Protectorate Gleb, yeah. um, who is like a teacher. She trains uh, stormtroopers. Uh, she's important to the emperor's plans going forward, essentially. is. But she's only supposed to do that. She's not supposed to take any other, uh, uh, any other like civilians or anything like that. She's only supposed to take Gleb. Uh, and she voices like, this is dumb. And, but then she's like, okay, yes, Admiral. Yeah. Um, but before she leaves, the Admiral tells Hask, hey, like, come over and meet with yeah. me real quick. Like, and basically tells her, tells him, watch her. Cause he knows. Yeah. He's he, not he knows like, his daughter. He's like, make sure. Yeah. So make sure she completes the mission essentially. Uh, so yeah, so they go down there, they're doing it. And sure enough, they find protectorate Gleb. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other civilians down there. And, Iden's like, this is dumb. We have a whole ship. We can fit a ton of yeah. civilians on here. Why don't we just take some civilians? And Hask is the first one to say no. Good soldiers like, follow orders. Our mission was to yeah. take Glip. We take nobody else. And Dell is like, now he's the yep. third, you know, he's the one in the middle now. And he goes, well, I'm going with my commander who told me that we doing need to take what he learned from Luke and being he's better. Doing, he's being better. Right. He's like, I'm with my commander. Uh, and there's such a great moment here because you see Hask, who's now lifted his gun on Aiden. And he d- they do such a good job because he's like, she's like, we're taking the civilians. And he lifts his gun and he's like, is that your order? And he's like almost shaking. Yeah. Like. It's this is hard they, for they him. make it. It's not easy for him to go against her because, you know, you figure that all three probably known each other forever. forever. They've been part of this squadron and for a long time. They're close. They, they he's do, there. They're his family. Yeah, they do such a good job of not making him. I'm an evil emperor, you know, imperial officer no. that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, no. He's just been with his family forever. Oh. And he literally has to make a decision here. What do I am I with the Empire or am I with my commander? Yeah. And that's they both Dell and Hask make that decision in opposite ways. It's rough. And so, yeah, so he. 
Um, Aiden ends up pulling up. He kind of have a, a standoff there, but Aiden ends up shooting him in the leg. Yeah. Uh, and they, she escapes with the, uh, with the civilians. She escapes with the civilians, um, but Hask gets Gleb. Hask gets Gleb, correct. Um, so he completes his mission and she completes her new mission. Uh, you shoot your way off, uh, cause apparently everybody knows steal that an ad is. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. You steal an ad That's great. And I'm sorry. An ATAT. Look what you made me say. <gasps> uh, are we on opposite sides in this? Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely on opposite okay. sides. I have said ATAT since I was, it's an ad It's an ATAT. Okay. It's yeah. that's fine. We can we can be on I'd different with sides. Imperial, That's fine because you can't. It's got to be uniform, right? Imperial. They AT, like the okay, I guess. Here's the thing. So I'm not an imperial, right. so I'm going to choose to disgrace their machine by calling it an adat. So you admit that it's the wrong thing, <laughs> and you're doing it on to purpose. you're. You're doing yeah. it on purpose. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you, as long as you acknowledge that it's the wrong. Yeah, I don't think that's how. No, I don't think the empire calls them adats. I think they call them ATATs. That's fair. I, just, um, I don't. But yeah. Anyway, because you don't call them atst, the the ATSDs. They're not atst. I like atsts. And that's gonna be really that's gonna be really weird to listen to on a podcast. <laughs> but sorry for making those noises in consecutive order. Uh, uh anyway. Um so yeah, you steal an ATAT, you escape that way, um, you find some ships and escape off planet. Um but now Aiden and Dell are fugitives. They're fugitives. They need to figure out what they're going to do next. So they send a distress signal to the rebels. And it's intercepted by Shriv Shurgov. Surgov. Surgov. Yeah, sorry to any Duros I love out there that this is... I love Shriv so much. He is one of the best characters. What a good Duros. For sure. He is my second favorite Duros for sure. Oh yeah, same. Um, but uh, he's awesome. He's so cool. Yeah, he's so cool. Um, so yeah, a Duros uh, is. I, and again, I always try to do this. Yeah, when no, I can. go for it. They're those. They're those blue guys with the big heads, the red eyes. Um, they've got red eyes, so they're not. They're not chis. They're with not red eyes. They're not yes. chis. They're they're Cad Bane, not Thrawn. Yes, if that makes so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like, that's why I say my second favorite, because Cad Bane's Cad too Bane's cool. too cool. Um, um, so yeah, Shriv is a rebel, um, a rebel Duros, and he is very sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and, and pretty fun. He's a He's fun, a fun character. character. He calls up, uh, his, uh, is this, okay. Yeah. Is this like, is Lando his general or are they just, he just knows Lando. Look, the uh, I don't really understand the structure the of the hierarchy rebel. of the rebel alliance is very confusing. Because I d- does does, does Danger Lucas Squadron report to Lando? I don't. I don't I'm assuming know. yes, because Lando's the one he calls. But I also it don't seems know. like the generals are all just kind of collectives and it's all just like friends of each other, I guess. Well, you get OK. By the end, there's General Nadine, right? Yeah. And then it's General Calrissian, General Solo, <laughs> General Organa. Yes. And then is Luca is Luca General? Do they say General Skywalker? Because I only remember him as a Commander Skywalker by the time. I think they call him General. I don't I really think like the Luke, idea that he. I don't think Luke leads his own 
like squadrons other than I'm I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm not sure, but I really like the idea that all of Luke's friends outrank him. I also really love that. <laughs> because it just takes him right back to Tatooine, still has no respect. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I hope that's because true. Because he was never he was never a good leader, let's no. be honest. No, so the only it's, the only thing he's in charge of is his specific tie squad or his X Wing squadron, right? Is he's rogue leader? Uh yeah, so he's rogue leader in but only for the battle of Hoth. oh okay because after that he's not rogue leader anymore right they have uh that's when uh doesn't wedge take yeah, i think over wedge becomes rogue leader after that yeah so and and then it's red squadron at that point during the during the battle of endor interesting uh so yeah so he's not so he only does that and you know i guess he does the job but his co-pilot gets killed his his command seems to be just hold on back there. That's like his go-to command. Um, he even tells that to R2 before he gets uh-huh. fried. And then the very next movie, his co-pilot gets fried. I don't know. He's just not. The only problem is that his co-pilot can't be rebuilt and R2 could. You don't know that. I, I don't know that. You are correct. Yeah. I mean, lots of people get rebuilt from crazier injuries. Uh, you are correct. I, res- um, I, re- I rescind even... my statement. So in Empire, this is a we're all we're on a tangent. Big, big we're on such a point. tangent. But in Empire, there's the part where he goes back into the speeder, and I always thought that he was trying to get Dak out. But on rewatching it, like as I got older, it's like no, he's just grabbing his lightsaber. That's all he's doing. That's all he's he doesn't doing. even care Dak's about Dak. He's accepted it. Dak, Move on, Tim. Dak could be rebuilt. <laughs> we can rebuild him. We could, and then they just lets him get stepped on. Oh, anyway, that's bad. Um, you could have you could have retrieved the lightsaber after the thing had been re-stepped on. You can't retrieve Dak after <laughs> nope. he's been stepped on. <laughs> Dak is two dimensional now. They can rebuild um, him from two. D, from I don't think you could come back from two D. Uh, um, Commander Shepard fell from space. Okay, that's a whole different franchise. You're right. Okay. They rebuilt just her. Just because you're all hyped up because you just got to play Mass Effect for the first time after so I've been bugging me for 10 Tim, years. It's so good. Anyway. 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 So, yeah. Um, so, Lando shows so, yeah. up and meets them and is immediately like, oh, let's take a tour. Like. Yep. You, you defied the Empire and willingly came here. I get that. Let's talk. Yeah. I just love it because they're like, well, why are you trusting us? And he's, oh, first of all, Lando Calrissian played by Billy D. Williams. I love. Um, he's back, he's for, back for Lando in this. Right. Uh, but he's just like, what can I say? I'm a big fan of second chances. Yeah. And I just love uh, that. I was like, of course Jeff you is. are. It's so good. I was just like, you, you, were, you betrayed the rebellion and were promoted to general <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> within like a few months. Um, uh, someone told him so, about yeah. the Battle of Tanab. Yeah, and he did go undercover for a while in Luke's stupid, stupid plan. Yeah, that is, uh, all, that is also true. Um, yeah, so they uh, go and they help the uh, they help the rebellion um, stop uh, an attack on Naboo. On Naboo. So they stop Operation Cinder from uh, getting Naboo, and you get to play as Leia a little yeah. bit uh, on the ground. And save Naboo, um, which is kind of cool. She, you basically just hold off the Empire from going into the the palace, 
Um, yeah, and there's a an EMP. there's there's two elements to this fight actually. Um, yeah. there's a space battle where you're destroying. Right. Uh, you're defending some X-wing bombers against the ties, so they can destroy and you're the star. Taking destroyer. out the satellites, yeah. And yeah. then uh, Iden knows that, like, just because we destroyed this ship doesn't mean that we've ended this. Like, everyone on this ship is going to have evacuated, and they're still going to attack Feed. We need to get down there, right? Um, I think that's when you begin. You get to play as Leia, is like right that's on the, exactly on the ground. Works. Um, yeah, but again, I just didn't think either of these two missions had a lot to do with. It's just like, yeah, you go save some stuff. That is true. This isn't. It it doesn't really have a lot to do with the plot. It's kind of cool to play as Leia, but that's about it. Um, but so this she is does just, know this Inferno is Squad. Just, this is the purpose of this mission is to prove to the rebels that Aiden can be trusted, that her defection yeah, is true. real. Right. Um. And so, like, I think it's an important plot beat, but you're right. It doesn't feel like as weighty as the Luke. Yeah. And immediately following this one, Leia's like, oh, hi, Inferno Squad. Nice to meet you. I need you to go help uh, a smuggler. On I need Takadana. you to find a missing rebel general. And he's my husband. Yeah. And then you get like Are they married at this grizzled point? Han. I like Han. When did they the get beam. married? When do Han and Leia get married? At what point? That's are a good they question. I don't know if they're married yet. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's anyway. Um, yeah, so she, you go to uh, Takodana and you Maz get to Kanata. play as as uh, Han at Maz's castle. It's fun, and just you, like as walking you mentioned, around Maz's castle. By the way, it is. It's really cool. Um, you get to so Han's on a mission there. He's looking for an Imperial statistician. Um, who's defecting? Rasilius Paldora. And, yeah, and I love this guy. What a... He has such a small part, and it doesn't really mean anything to the overall story, but he is so fun. No, um, but, like, also, he does, like... I don't know if this happens in, like, other canon stuff. My assumption is that, like, Han and, Han and Chewie eventually do go... Somewhere in canon to Kashyyyk to like free the Wookiees, right? Yes. So yeah, this but is like a prequel to the dude. little story. I think it's in one of the aftermath. Okay. It's like one of the side stories. You know how? Oh, aftermath I think it's in. Little... I think it's in Life Debt. Okay. That's the yeah. Second you know how they do those little. They those little like in in the middle yeah. stories. Uh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, so this guy is yeah. the guy who like gives them information. On, like, how to free yeah. the Wookiees. So, like... But again, this mission has almost nothing to do with the rest of the no. story. Um, but two things I want to comment on. The way they do uh, Her uh, Han's beard is absolutely not how Harrison Ford grows facial no, hair. not at all. It does not look natural not at, at all. Um, and the other thing is, I did write down the statistician's facts that he gives in the mission. Oh my goodness, please. <laughs> So they're so good. Um, the first thing is, as they're leaving Maz's castle, he says to Han, and Han's barely listening to him at this point <laughs> because that's Han. But he says, oddly enough, most statisticians are killed by apprentice statisticians. What? And I was, the first time I heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> but 
that <laughs> apparently that's the case because they get interrupted by stormtroopers. But yeah, and I when I first heard that, I was like, did I hear that right? But you can't rewind the cinematics. So I had to go look it up on YouTube, and that's sure enough what he said. Uh, <laughs> there can only be two a master and apprentice. Uh, two statisticians. So, uh, okay. Here's another uh, stat that he gave. He goes, "Did you know stormtroopers only land seventy seven percent of their blaster shots? So that's the you only seventy seven percent. Which which makes me feel bad when I go to my stats when I play Battlefront uh-huh. online and it tells you what your percentage are, and I am way worse than the stormtrooper. <laughs> I am way way worse than the stormtrooper." That's um, delightful. I love that the game tells you that. I might have to like play a little bit of online stuff just to like see how see, I do. Yeah. Um. So he gives like a little status update on the Imperial fleet at this point. Um. And he's like, they don't want you guys to know, but they're doing real bad. And he's like, the empire, the em- empire's fleet is burning more fuel, uh, flying away from attacks than it can uh, resupply. Oh. And they said one in every one hundred and forty-eight officers surrenders seeking asylum. Uh, one so in every 148. In, yeah, uh, less than half a percent, but still. He's a statistician. This is interesting information, Tim. Yeah, it is. What's less interesting um, is that he says 2.2 out of every 300 Imperials knows the Millennium Falcon, which I don't know why he doesn't say like 1.1 out of every 150 when he just gave the, I don't know, it's weird. Um, So yeah, so the the Millennium Falcon is a well-known ship. And he also says our starfighter numbers are down 3.4%, which to me doesn't sound like that much. Um, but I guess it's trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, down 3.4%. It also, depends on what your numbers are. It depends on the, it depends on the period that he's talking about. 3.4% in a day is a lot, right? Yeah. But over a year, maybe not. I don't know. 3.4. Well, here's the, this is the, this is that, this is the, um, Oh, COVID-19 only affects like 99, like affects less than 99% of people. But that 1% yeah, of people is still 300,000 people or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, that's wrong, though, because those numbers it's, are all wrong. it's, They're night. it's They're different because, you know, starfighters like, can't catch <laughs> explosions. The, the thing that what um, I mean, what I mean is like 3.4% doesn't sound like a lot. But if you have like a billion starfighters. 3.4% is millions of people. No, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, like, if they have that much and they were that dominant at the beginning, like, they just lost their Death Star yeah. and they only lost 3.4% of their, you know. I guess so. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would it should have been a much bigger. 3.4%. So I, I guess I don't the, know yeah, from don't what, know what period. Yeah, we don't know what time period is. That's the biggest thing. If they yeah. lost 3.4% in the battle... That is still a that's a significant number of people, but it's not detrimental. It's not as as like a big victory as you think, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so next uh, next mission, uh, the most important. I was worried part of that you had more. Was I wasn't sure if you had more facts or not. <laughs> no, no, no. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That's all. Yeah, the they escape. They shoot down a cruiser into the lake. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, Maz is mad. Of course. Um, that's about it. Um. So the next mission, we go to Bespin. Um, oh, yeah. We get to see some Beldons. I forgot the Beldons so is so cool. Yeah. Flying around um, them was f- so cool. Yeah, so we get to see Beldons for the first time, which um, 
any fans of Star Wars Minute will tell you that's what the cloud clouds in Cloud City are. They're built on farts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're um, they, uh, they they produce are, Tabata gas. They pr- they produce Tabata gas, which is what Cloud City mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not going to Cloud City. We're going to Chinook Station on Bespin, um, which is one of uh, Hask's staging station or like staging outposts. Yeah. Uh, and you're going there to try to capture Hask. Um, but you get there and guess what? He knew you were coming and it's a trap. It's a trap. And also he's a hologram. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you, then you have to get out. So not a super interesting mission. Uh, this Um, reminds me there's a, there's a mission in season one of Clone Wars where I think Anakin and Obi-Wan are going to capture, um, the Viceroy. Right. And they get into the room and the Viceroy is sitting in a chair that has got its back turned to the door and he's telling his droids, like, go fight them. Of course, they get destroyed by the Jedi. And then the chair turns around and the Viceroy is a hologram in the chair. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you thought I'd actually just, like, be here? No. No. Yeah. That's so dramatic. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. So that was that... Is that mission? It was cool for the setting, basically. But other than yeah. that, it was just sort of like another mission to. Um, and so after that, you go as Lando mm-hmm. with Shriv by your side. Um, our fair, our favorite Duros. Uh, what a good rebel, rebel. What a good team, Lando and Shriv. They're they're a fun team, but again, they're going to Sullust, uh-huh. um, which is actually first mentioned in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, briefly, but, um, yeah, they're going to Sullust to liberate a weapons factory and hope and get, hopefully get some weapons back. Um, it's pretty cool for the banter. Um, but it, again, doesn't really have much to do with the overall story. I like story. Lando's little, uh, officer pistol a lot. Yeah, it's cool. They basically go and then realize they're outnumbered and set off the, Sullust is a volcanic planet. There's, there's like lava everywhere. And so they basically ignite a volcano. Yeah, and uh, they to, let to they out. let they let all the lava like overtake the facility completely. You yeah. have to like escape before you drown in lava. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and I think uh, I know you texted me your favorite line <laughs> at the end at this one. Uh, the line I sent you is actually from Resurrection. We'll get that. Oh no! You sent me a different. Oh, did one. I you send you a different uh, one? You sent, you, you sent one me one yesterday where he where Shriv turns to Lando and says, "Well, if I'm gonna die, I'm glad you're gonna die." With <laughs> oh me yes, too. yes, yes, yes! I forgot. <laughs> he says something like that. I forgot yeah. I sent you that. So Shriv is just very. Um, oh yeah, a funny interaction with Shriv. So that little that little droid Dio, uh-huh. the one that uh, the one Versio the has. one that's uh, Versio's. Yeah. Uh, it, at one point, it, it breaks down, and Dell fixes it. Um, but right when it broke, uh, Shriv had caught it. Uh, so when Dell fixes it, it's like it loves Shriv now. And Shriv cannot. He wants it to uh-huh. get it away from him. He hates the thing buzzing around him. It's great. And it's just like the the, the droid just loves Shriv. I want a little droid friend so bad, Tim. <laughs> you can get one. Uh, you got to go to uh, you gotta Galaxy's, go to Edge. Galaxy's Edge. You got to make one. We're going to do a Galaxy's Edge episode eventually. There you go. That'd be awesome. I'd be done for that. Going to be fully vaccinated um, this week. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. 
Anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, that's that episode, and then we get the Battle of Jakku. I love that you just called it an episode. Uh, and this is, I mean, I that's guess what it feels like. Kind of that's what it feels like. I think you could just like, like watch this like a movie. Find you really like could. find like a no speaking let's play and just like watch this. It's great. Yeah, that's that's worth it. I think that's a good way to consume yeah. it. Um, because like I said, the gameplay is sort of like you know you fly around, you shoot things, you run around, you shoot things. It's fun to play as Luke. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so we get to the Battle of Jakku, which uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll do an aftermath episode or something at some yeah. point in the future. But um, it is the final stand of the Empire after uh, after the uh, Death Star Two mm-hmm. blowing up. Um, and you're basically your job is just basically answer distressed calls, help people out. Yeah. Um, but then she finds out that. Uh, sorry, Aiden finds out that her dad is on one of the Star Destroyers. And so before Episode Nine made it cool, um, she lands on the outside of the Star Destroyer and is running yeah! up the Star Destroyer, <gasps> blasting guys out, which is hilarious to me. Like, there's one girl out on the deck of the Star Destroyer and you're going to send, like, tons of stormtroopers. Like, Special get out there on the... Tim? Yeah, it's but get out there on the wing... Yeah. Why not just like tip the, you know, <laughs> just dip the Star Destroyer sideways? And then all of a sudden her plan is, yeah. That's know. funny. Um, You're not wrong. So, she, <laughs> it's like, so anyway, um, so she, yeah, so they send all these stormtroopers and you're fighting out on the outside of the Star Destroyer. It's really cool. She blasts her way in. Um, and she, uh, she gets there and she, and she finds her dad. Yeah. And it's a really cool scene. It's a really cool scene. She, yeah, like, her dad is, is like, oh, you saw the Empire's weakness and you left. It was, it's, it's very cool, like, he's proud of you her. Did, you did, you did the thing I couldn't do. Like, yeah, he says, like, go live your life. Like. Which is hilarious. It's like, she came all the way here to try to, like, turn him. And it's like, it's similar to, I guess, Luke and Vader. Yeah, but like. He's already accepted that he can't be like. It's not like he he's not in Vader's situation of like he's yeah. on death's door, but he knows that there is no, there is no walking away from this and like yeah, becoming a rebel with her like that's just not gonna happen. Yeah. But also he's just like yeah no this was my life I'm going down with the way my life was. Uh, but he's like, oh, no, you can live. So he tells her to go and live. Yeah. Uh, so she gets back off the ship um, and that Star Destroyer falls to the Jakku surface yep. and blows up. Yep. Um, and basically they, you know, they win. They win. The Battle of Jakku. And Del and uh, Aiden kiss and Shriv. Interrupts watches. <laughs> yeah, like I guess. But yeah, so that was the end. That's the end of the main campaign. Yeah. Um, basically. Uh, There's like a little stinger a little scene. epilogue. Yeah, we get a little epilogue. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about uh so we'll talk about the epilogue and resurrection. Well, okay, here. yeah. So um, there, there yeah, there's yeah. like the little epilogue, and then I assume the way this worked was like resurrection came out later, and when resurrection came out uh, it opens with that epilogue scene to be like, oh, if you previously on, 
No. Uh, it, it, Is it not the well, same? Oh, I guess it... Uh, the, the, the... Okay, so I will say here that I did not play Resurrection myself. Okay. But I watched a, a, a Let's Play of it on YouTube before we started, and it opens with this scene of... Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't do that. I think they did that just so that you would know. So you, you play the end of that scene, and that's like a lead-up. Okay. That was like the end of Maybe. the campaign. Okay, that makes sense. I like I said, I didn't play the, it. The, the YouTube the way video that the video was just, cut made it feel yeah. like it was just like like because he had like his little like talky bits before he started, and it had the thing on the screen that was like press whatever button to skip oh, this okay. sequence. Maybe. So maybe, maybe, maybe what it was was I, like... I played all the way through it. Yeah. And I didn't play it twice. My guess is like, maybe what it was, was that like the video that I watched was a video of like this guy launching Resurrection for the first time after completing the campaign like months ago. And so maybe oh, they maybe did they, like, yeah. uh, here's what you missed and you could skip it. Previously on this. Yeah. yeah. If it had been like long enough between you playing the campaign and playing maybe. Resurrection. But yeah, because I, I went right into it and played it. So the Resurrection's like a two hour dlc at best yeah. it's it's i mean uh, even the main story it. we just talked about it but even the main story is like five six hours tops yeah it's not very long um, um i did that which a lot of people thing. complained about but it's kind of nice to just kind of like oh can we can talk about this like, we can have just a good do story yeah um so yeah it's called resurrection um it opens with uh Aiden and it's it's 30 years later Wait, oh yeah let's talk, talk about, about we have to talk about the kylo thing kylo yeah scene. so so Thirty years later, right? Uh, an older de uh, Adele has been captured by by Gleb on, on Pilio. Yeah, on yeah on Pilio on the Corvus, mm -hmm. and and who shows up but Kylo Ren to be yeah. like, "Where's the map to Skywalker?" Yeah, so that's it's very much like we're gonna make this tie into Force Awakens, a hundred percent. So like he. He does his like mind trick thing, puts his hand out and like pulls the information from Dell's mind uh, and is like, we have what we it's, need. It's cool because they actually have you play through him pulling it out. Yeah. Of mind. And you, you basically go through all of the last campaign's greatest hits. Yep. You go through all the different scenes and he follows them through and he figures out. Um, he, he figures out the Luke. So he's like, where did Lore Santeca take the map to Luke Skywalker? And uh, Lorsan took it. Lorsan took it. Took it to Beora, uh, which I looked up on Wikipedia, and this is the only mention of Beora. Wow. Uh, I think they. I. I. Uh, I think this one, and they actually also mention it in Squadrons briefly. Um, and there's some unused concept art of it, oh. but that's it. Otherwise, uh, you cannot. There's nothing else on Beora. Uh, so Ren, Ren's like, we got what we need, and he leaves. And his stormtroopers follow him, but someone stays behind. <gasps> it's Hask. And Hask is alive. So basically, in the Battle of Jakku, you think you shoot down Hask. Spoilers, you apparently do yeah, not. Yeah, you apparently uh, do not. Or you do shoot him down, but he's he survived. Uh, you mentioned how um, Aiden and Dell both look a lot like their voice actors, but Hask does not. Yeah. When Hask shows up in this sequence... He looks like Pierce Brosnan to me. A little bit. Like a younger Pierce like Brosnan. Like a young, maybe. like clean so he's wearing, shaven. He's wearing like full on, uh, full on uh, Imperial. He's in uh, First, sorry, order First Order gear. regalia. Yeah. yeah, First Order gear. Yeah. Uh, 
which is cool. Uh, and he, and he, you know, does his villain monologue to Hask, like, oh, you know, you became weak, you betrayed, you know, I, you guys you left let me, me down. Behind, yeah. He's like, you, you know, uh, Iden betrayed me, but you let me down, blah, blah, blah. And then he just flat out shoots Dell in the face. He doesn't. Okay, Tim, mm-hmm. we see him pull the gun on Dell. And then we cut to a shot outside the building, looking through yeah. in through the window. You can't see them. But you see the the flare of blaster fire. Yeah. And then he fires like four more shots. Right. And it's br- like, that's that's cold blooded. Like, Dell was oh, okay. dead I after that were, first shot. I thought you were about to I thought you were about to, like, make a case that, like, we don't actually no, see the no, body. No, 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 so no, 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 no. Hask he's makes not, sure Dell is dead. And the game he's not wants dead unless us I to see the scorched it. hole through his boom, skull. boom, 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 boom. Like, it's yeah. Brutal. Yeah, he was. It is yeah, unnecessary. Hask is like. Oh, and they also mentioned that the Corvus has no more weapons on it at this point. Yeah, it's just being used for for like cargo. It's, yeah, it's uh, so yeah. So he's just like, you've ruined the ship, you know, blah blah blah. So, but they leave the cargo, they leave the Corvus alone, and they bury, uh, you know, ask uh, uh, Del, Del, Del and the and the crew. So, um, because they're going to use it as bait to get Iden Versio. So yeah, that's the end of the that's like the epilogue of the campaign. So Resurrection starts um with Aiden again 30 years later, so she's old Aiden. Um still very attractive. Uh <laughs> so uh and then her daughter, daughter Zay, Zay. Zay is so cool. Zay is very cool. I like her. Um so she's teaching her to fly and everything like, "Hey, this is how you, you know, do this there in X-wings," which I guess We've established they they established that they're no longer part of the resistance or the rebellion. So I guess these were like parting gifts. Maybe they're just allowed to have X wings. I guess that's cool. Um, and uh, Shriv, who's still hanging out with them, um, calls them to go meet and is like, "Hey, um, I can't get a hold of Dell anymore." Um, also, and we found the Corvus also, and it's empty. Yeah. And this whole planet. He's, he's is on the Corvus. Yeah. yeah, he's on the Corvus at this point. So he goes, so the last place we found them was on. Yeah, there's some fighting. You fight some pirates yeah. run by a Gleb. Gleb's apparently a pirate queen now. Uh, Gleb, by the way, is an Aqualish, um, like Ponda Baba. It's interesting and that you say pirate queen because I think she's still working for the First Order. She is, but that, you know, there's they work with Mutually, yeah. That, yeah, sure. That makes sense. That does make sense. Uh, so yeah, so she's a Dura or sorry, she's an Aqualish. Yes. But I thought for sure that she was um I'm trying to find the name of the thing. I thought for sure she was uh a Harch, which is uh one of those spider guys like uh, Admiral Trench. Oh. From, uh, that Clone didn't Wars. even cross that didn't even cross my mind. Because we need she more has, of those spider guys. She, I love Trench. She has more than two eyes and i was like oh i think she's like a spider but no i looked it up on wikipedia and aqualish come in two or four eyed very interesting which is very interesting interesting. so that's a that's weird but cool tim at some point Um, we should just talk about like the trench arc (laughs) yeah we could do that i love i love i'm down to do a couple arcs of Clone Wars and Rebels yeah. and we'll get even there. Resistance. That's there's some there's some Resistance right arcs now, I'm, I'd like to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, so um they go, they're like, oh well the last place that he was at was Vardos, which was Aiden's homeworld. There is a stop before oh. that. They go to a place called Athula first. Right. And wasn't they just in space? Oh, I right, guess it's just that. like a space. Yeah, just in space, and then yeah. they find out that they fight yeah. the yeah yeah. So that's just a uh, that's the that's an the, the pirates, battle. So. Um. So then they go to, uh, they go back to Vardos, which is oh, awesome. Oh, that's what happens. Yes. They get to Athula. They find out that um, they find out that Hask is still on Vardos. Is that how that happens? Why no, did they, they end up they going to Vardos last, after this? I was like, they're, they, because that was the last place Del was. Before Del, Before he disappeared. But no, before Pilio. No, before Pilio, he was on Athula. It says they traveled to Athula, located the edge of the Janata system, where the ship's log end, ship's logs indicate the Corvus last was. Um, They are reached out to by an Athulan who was in contact with Del regarding the kidnapping of families oh, by Janata right. security. A, a fleet that's, that's commanded right. by Lima Kai. I don't know who Lima Kai is. Uh, I didn't play this part. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we never see Lima Kai. Shows in, up. In this. There's like a space battle. Oh, yeah. And then they leave from here to Vardo. Right. Yeah. So then you go to Vardos. Anyway, the important thing is we get to Vardos. Yes, we get to Vardo. Um, and Iden gets down there and it's just all ash. Uh, and Shriv's down there with her. Yeah, Shriv makes a comment um, about like, well, at least it's snowing. And Aiden's like, no, this is this is the ash of the burned world that has been raining for decades. Yeah, exactly. Which is super awesome. Uh, Brutal. I mean, I would say, yeah, but I mean, it's the Empire shooting themselves in the foot, literally. Literally. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so it's really cool. Uh, you go back into the place where it all began, where uh, the same building where you tried to rescue Gleb and the Inferno squad was torn apart. Yep. And guess what? You find Gleb dead um, because Hask is there and he has shot Gleb. Mm -hmm. There is a uh, there is a little thing here to like establish timing. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. yes, yes. As they get. To Vardos, they witness the flash of red light in the sky that is the destruction of the Hosnian system. Right. So, yeah, we know exactly what time period this is happening because Starkiller base shoots. Yeah. And yeah. And they're like, oh, the Hosnian systems exploded. But they're like, how do you know that? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, anyway, so you get in there and uh, Hask is like, well, you know, I'm here. I killed Dell. Just so you know, Aiden, because you took my family from me when you betrayed me, and now I'm going to watch as I take your family from you, because I killed Del, and then he literally has his Star Destroyer blow up the Corvus yep. with with uh, Zay on board, yep. uh, which is really cool. So there's the mission where you have to go and try to find her, and you eventually, oh, she's still alive. Um, you find her, uh, you escape from uh, Hask, and then you find Zay. And you're like, all right, well, we need to get to Hask, and I have a really bad idea as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the other yeah. thing that I sent you is uh, they're they're standing. Uh, they get to Zay. They rescue her. 
Um, they've defeated all the stormtroopers that are on the ground. Iden's like, we gotta go. I need to kill this this guy. And mm-hmm. and her daughter is like, killing one man is not going to is not going to resolve what happened to 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 dad to Dell. Yeah, her her she's very level headed about this. She's whole thing. very level headed about it, and she's like, okay, but like, we still need to get up there. Yeah, uh, because if we're going to stop what they're doing, we need to get up there regardless of whether or not we kill Hask on the way. Uh, and she she says we still got to get up there. And then she like looks to to Shriv and Shriv just goes. You got a bad idea. Welcome to the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly. like really good. It's really fun. Yeah. Shriv has the best lines. I love Shriv. Um, He's so great. Yeah, there's a there's a scene earlier where uh, it's like right before the Battle of Jakku. And uh, they're like, Del is like, you know, Aiden's going to go to the battle and like Del's just like, Aiden, make sure you come back. And like Shriv's walking away and he's just like, you, I hope you survive, Shriv. Like your friendship means a lot, Shriv. Oh, thank you, Del. I respect you as a friend. You know, like he's just like, oh, no one says anything about me. And then, yeah, he's just kind of always the third wheel there. Um, but I guess now he he can be like Zay's foster dad. I, I want Uncle Shriv. Well, okay, let's finish this, and then I'll tell you anyway, what I so, want. Yeah. So it's actually really awesome how she gets up there. She steals a first order star destroyer, or sorry, steals a first order Tie Fighter. Yep. She blows a hole in the back of the star destroyer. This is so cool. And flies into the middle of the Star Destroyer. While she's in there, in the TIE Fighter, the Star Destroyer goes to light speed. Yeah. Like, she's right next to the hyperdrive in the TIE Fighter. The Star Destroyer goes to light speed and explodes the whole... Crazy. Yeah, it's really it's cool. It's so... I so was watching this, and I was like, this like, is so... This is so tense. I'm so yeah. scared right now. This is going to yeah. be terrible. It was awesome. It was great. So, yeah, it was so good. Uh, so the plan is, get aboard the Star Destroyer, um, and they that was, like, their only plan. So they make the plan on there that they're going to blow up the hyperdrive using charges from the uh, Star Destroyer. Yes. This is Zay and because, uh, yeah, if you recall, Force Awakens, the TIE fighters are uh, dual manned. There's one yes. person in the front, one person in the yes. back. Um, so they're both on the same t- uh, TIE fighter. Uh, so they they get in there and they plan all the charges. Um, while they're doing all this, they discover some information. Um, and I guess it makes it worth it later. But um, they discover that the First Order is stealing children. Project Resurrection is the abduction of children of resistance like folks to create new stormtroopers. Right. Uh, So they find out that and they also download the schematics for a First Order Dreadnought. Mm hmm. Could not have been more timely. Was perfect. Um, We'll get there. we'll, We'll get to that. Um. So they plant the charges, they blow up the Star Destroyer's Harper Drive, or are about to, and Hask shows up at the last, uh, you know, the last uh, place that they're going to blow up. Yeah. And it's like, of course, in classic Imperial fashion, there's no, they're on a big, long platform. With no guardrails. Uh, and a bottomless pit, uh-huh. and, the, and the no guardrails. 
So they have a cool little standoff where Aiden and Hask are once again pointing a gun at each other. Um, and Zay is also there. Yeah, he's holding right. Zay hostage. That's and he's right, like, that's right, right. go ahead, shoot me, like fire your blaster. And she throws yeah. it away instead. That's right. In like yeah, the yeah. Luke Skywalker move, tosses yep. her weapon. I'm not going to fight you. Yep. Uh, but, but as she does that, Zay's like, well, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, gives him the old elbow. Uh, and then attempts to try to take the uh, blaster, and he's shooting, um, and eventually overpowers him. Well, so, so she, yeah, and he he gets knocked. She he knocks her off the ledge. It, yeah, it's crazy. She like gets the yeah. blaster, but then he like throws her off the bridge, and right. Aiden like catches her, right? Um, and like passes the. Zay passes the so gun to Zay her mother. Zay passes the gun to her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, as Aiden, shoot Hask a whole bunch of times, because <laughs> that's what you do. Uh, he's like, ouch, and then falls off the edge. Um, and presumably dies this time. Presumably dies this uh, time. Because you've now killed him. Well, you've shot him in the leg. You've shot him... Out of the sky. <laughs> out of the sky. And now he's, yeah, so he's presumably dead at this point. Uh, so you plant the last charge, stop it. Um, stop the um, Star Destroyer, get Shriv to pick you up in another First Order uh, TIE Fighter. Um, just, but before that... Yeah, I was going to say, are you just going to gloss over what happens before Shriv picks them up? Yeah, what happens? Uh, They managed to wrench the Star Destroyer out of hyperspace by destroying the hyperdrive. Uh, but it turns out that in the fight, Aiden got shot. And it's yep. fatal. And Aiden knows, like, this is it. Like, it's yeah. it's too late. And she has this really beautiful goodbye moment. Yeah. Not, she does, with Zay. With Zay, and it's like, she tells her daughter. Her dying words are like, I wish you could see what I could see. Yeah. It's really good. And she's like, yeah, and that's a that's a whole thing because it's it's hope. It's, hope. it's like what we're going to That's exactly build. the thing. It's hope. Her mother dies and through the hole in the side of the Star Destroyer, we watch Starkiller base implode. Yeah, it's really cool. And and Dio, Dio yep. puts his arm on, Z- on Zay's shoulder and it's really yeah. cute. It's really awesome. So my only thing with this, Zay has had both her dad and mom die. In the same, she found out in the same day. She found out in like, in like six hours and doesn't seem too faced. <laughs> she's just kind of like, yep. Like, okay, cool. It's, like when she found out her dad died, she's like, well, she no, doesn't it's have, fine. The, here's the problem. Here's the only, like, she doesn't have time to grieve. Like, right. Things are happening right now. Right. And um, so Shriv, Shriv calls her up and is like, hey, where are you guys at? We need to get out of here like right now, like right now. And she's basically like, yeah, we can go. Mom's dead, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like- and they make it back to Dakar. Uh, just as the evacuation is happening. Mm-hmm. And. They get a call from from Leia. 
And Leia's yeah. like... And a very good Leia uh, voice actor. We're, I'm not we're sure evacuating who did it, but right now. If it's the same one as earlier, but she she did a really good job. She did a really good job. She tells them, like, we're evacuating right now. The First Order is after us. I know that you've gone through a lot, but I need you to keep going. Yeah, it's really cool because she goes, I, I heard about your mother. I'm so sorry for your loss. She's like... Aiden was complicated, but she was the, the world is worse was off without her. For it. Yeah. Oh. I was just like, it was so good. Um, I'm so sad about Aiden, Tim. <laughs> she's so good. Well, you can always replay it. She's still there. Yeah, I still need to actually um, like play this last mission, but I know I'm gonna be a yeah. wreck. So they so Shrib actually says, Hey, we have the dreadnought plans and tells I and tells this is Leia. So uh, the timing on this is like, so oh, funny. Okay, cool. I'll give those to Commander Dameron immediately. So they're and escaping like to car. The next- so they're escaping yeah. to car, and Poe gets the dreadnought plans and is like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna work." <laughs> it's like, yeah. So this is like, it's like perfect timing. That's why he's just like, I just. That's like in uh, in Last Jedi at the beginning. He's like, I just got these. Oh my god, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Call the bombers. <laughs> we're gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but then she tells Zay, I need you to do one more thing. We need allies from the Outer Rim. Yeah. And so Give, Zay's like, yep. I want I want Zay and Shriv trying to recruit people in the Outer Rim. Well, if you read the novel Resistance Reborn, Zay Versio is one of... Oh my, uh, oh my God, wait. Yeah. Tim, I read that book and I didn't even realize... Well, because you wouldn't have known who Zayversio was. No, at I the had no time. idea. I'm so disconnected. I didn't pick up on it when Versio shows up in this. That. Yep. So she's yeah, she's in that novel, and she's doing exactly that. She's going around <gasps> picking up people. I'm gonna reread Resistance Reborn. I think <laughs> that's cool. I love that. So yeah, and that is the campaign of Star Wars Battlefront. We did it. Two. Not the first. So Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original in 2005, has a completely different. Yeah, Um, the re-release. I never played the original Battlefront games, but my understanding is like at the time that those came out, it was just believed that all of the clones were traitors. Right? No, um, they actually cover the in 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 the second one. uh, They cover that you follow the 501st and they talk about. Uh, basically t- transitioning from, like, at that point, like, some of the clones become stormtroopers, essentially. I Yeah, I'm so, so yeah, cu- we, yeah. Maybe we'll do that, that campaign another okay. time, but, um, yeah. So, um, overall, what are your thoughts of this I camp- really like this, this story? story a lot. I had fun playing as, it was fun. So, okay, I I agree with you now that we've gone through it, that, like, most of the big three and Lando quests aren't about what's going on with it with with Iden verso versio and like mm-hmm. but it was fun to like see those people i'm always a fan of star wars when it's like oh here's here's snapshots of different missions that are all like when they come together they're going to help us accomplish something I, yeah, I see that. It's the thing that I really loved about Clone Wars is like sometimes you have a Clone Wars episode that's just about Plo Koon. And like sometimes you just need 
other people to like participate in like the bigger not any no one person can like complete a mission yeah my my issue with that is at least in this one is the story wasn't about how the rebels beat the empire no. it wasn't about how they got to jakku it wasn't about how no, they defeated it was about- so it was more about how Aiden was dealing with the transition you know, and how she was dealing with Hass and some the of those, remnants yeah, of her some old of those life. Other quests. Yeah. yeah, it feels like those other really quests are that. setting up other things that haven't been paid off. That this game yeah, is not going to pay off. Some of them are little, uh, sort of like they're they're kind of interlude chapters, but they're kind of too long to be interlude yeah, chapters. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Um, Do they alternate? Overall, is it like Iden? No, Iden, no, because we get Iden. we get Leia and Han back to back. Oh, you're right. Um, and both of those kind of have absolutely nothing to do with, you know, anyway, I, I still think it's one of my favorite uh, in canon, like ancillary stories, um, just because you go through a lot of events. Yeah. From the outside, it gets you to play through the side of the events. Um, and there is a good emotional story in the middle of it. Um, so you kind of experience like the events of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, and and some of the EU events really that you 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 witness the aftermath stuff a lot more uh as like an outsider. Um which I like I really like that and I wish they would do more of. There was um I always think of this game. The game is as a whole not amazing, but the Godfather video game is they do that. They take you through you're like a guy like just off screen. Tim. Of the entire first Godfather movie. Is yes. this just the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special? Essentially, yes. It's the same thing. You're just you're just off screen. Yeah, it's so yeah. So this is the Phineas and Ferb of video games. Great. Is I yeah. That's I the name of the episode now. No, it's not. You can't do this to me. No. Uh I'm just kidding. We'll see. We'll see what happens when no, I yeah. do the episode. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. I really, I really, really enjoyed this. Um the story, even though it's a lot of people complained about it. It's it's really I had a short. Good time. I kinda like that it's short. Um Yeah, I, think it, I liked how bite sized it was. Because it yeah. it does feel like it does if feel I'm, like mostly yeah. movie. Yeah. If I'm paying sixty dollars just for a campaign, I would be pretty upset, but I was paying sixty dollars for you know, mostly the multiplayer and I got the campaign on top. Um, and that's kinda how I felt. Also, but it's not six. It's absolutely not sixty dollar game anymore. It's not so. one. It's not a sixty dollar game anymore. Two, I signed up for EA Play, which is like fifteen yeah. bucks a month, and was able to play it in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that felt worth it. I'm. I'm. That's how I'm doing Mass Effect. So, yeah, because I didn't want to yeah, spend no, it's, sixty dollars. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. And honestly, we didn't talk about it, but the graphics on this game. It's beautiful. Unreal. This game is gorgeous. I mean, technically they're frostbite, but uh, they're yeah, they're just amazing. It's it it looks so good and it hasn't it hasn't gotten it hasn't dated at all. It's been four years, but I still think it looks a lot better. I think it looks a lot better than a lot of games that are still coming out, even on next gen. I have the PlayStation Five, and I I haven't found a a game that I mean, Assassin's Creed looks pretty good, but. Yeah, it's it's they still look amazing. So anyway, this game, this uh, episode has run very long for our standards. It has. Uh, you're right. So I think we'll we'll wrap it up here. Um, thank you guys for listening, especially if you listen through this whole thing. 
Um, I know it was, like I said, very long. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Follow Doing Genre. Uh, join the Patreon if you can uh, afford it. It's great. Yeah, um, I've been on the last couple of Doing Genre tonight's, and those are always fun. I keep meaning to do those with you. Uh, I should I just keep yeah. Busy. Next time, next time I sign up for one, I'll just drag you with me. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, that'll be it. And then uh, we'll be back next week, or I'm sorry, in two weeks. Two weeks uh, with with another. Mm. Uh, this is our mythology episode. Yeah. Uh, so when we did. Gosh, was that during the second Clone Wars thing we started talking about monomyths and mythogens? Yeah, it was and stuff? because we were talking about the. Yeah, uh, I have been doing a lot of like research into some of the different like mythological things in Star Wars. I, I uh, have on my docket uh, a plan to watch the Mortis arc. And take some notes. But I also like looked into like where humans in the galaxy came from and like what the origin of the force seems to be and like different interpretations from different cultures about the force. And I'm just really I'm really thrilled. I'm excited. That uh, sounds awesome. You're going to take me for a ride on that one. Yeah, because it's going to be fun. I am doing almost no work for that. Yeah, so I, uh, I'll I'll send you once I actually have my notes collated into like a regular doc. I'll send it to you. But like I mm -hmm. this is this is me doing. Like a mythology project on my own. Like I <laughs> am just I'm so stoked. This is stuff that I yeah. love about well, like, world building and and storytelling. Um, so like it's going to be a good time, I think. Yeah, with that little teaser. Yeah, join us in two weeks and we'll get uh, all that down. Um, so thank you. And remember, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. And that was a long one. That was a long It was. It was good. I, I realized it was going to be long about halfway, but I'm like, I kind of want to get through all of this just because it's it's worth it to have it all. Uh, stop. I opened a can. Really, Gary? God damn it, I wanted Gary. to do it before we started. We're already recording. It's too late. That's but, a good idea. I'm going to get a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It took like two weeks. But I convinced my sister to watch uh, the new Bo Burnham special. It's pretty heavy, man. Yeah, yeah. So only it one was... of only one of my sisters watched it, and it wasn't Morgan. Uh, but Alexa and I like both are the sort of like ah more like anxiety and depression prone, I think, than the rest of my siblings. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like you're going to appreciate this the same way that I do. So I like poked her a couple times. Oh, yeah. And then when she was watching it, she was texting me the entire time she was watching it being like, oh, my God, I love this one. Oh, my God, this made me cry. I'm like, I yes, they're so, so good. good. Um, but he was. Yeah, it's my friend, I think, said it the best when he's just like, I feel like Bo's specials are just us 
saying, are you okay, in increasingly louder tones uh-huh. every time uh-huh. a new one comes out. And yet, like, I think, like, despite what everyone went through during the pandemic, like, it seems like at least at the start of when he started working on the special, he was in a better place than he was like at the end of his last one. Cause he took five years off from doing comedy and like was just doing other stuff. And he like, doesn't yeah. really have a social media presence at all anymore. No, he doesn't um, probably make sense it does. that he would not. Um, I was talking to Victoria, Victoria and I watched together and I was like, you know, I, He's never going to do any of this live. Like, I, you can't adapt. Like, no, no, he's no, not no, the kind of person no. who would do that anyway. But, like, apparently it's dropping as, like, an album tomorrow so I can listen to it without having yep, to... Yep, I saw him tweet uh, that. ...play Netflix on my phone in my pocket or whatever. I'm excited. Yeah, I saw... Yeah, it was, it's pretty good. I really like the one... I like the sock one. The sock one's one of my really faves. good. I think Welcome to the Internet is my favorite. That one's really good. Um, He's like I even a like the little... internet demon. <laughs> it's so good. I even really like the the one where he's reacting to him <gasps> reacting reaction, to reacting. Yeah, to yes. That was really oh, good. Very, um, very good. Um, I also like Welcome to 30. Yeah. But <laughs> probably because I just heard 30. <laughs> yep. I'm ready. Okay, you ready? Let's do this. Okay.